Welcome to Miss Lyrics Poetry Outlaws, a show about all things poetry. I'm your host, Catherine Owen. Good morning, word musicians. So I didn't know much about the poetry of L. Pittman when I heard him read, or I tried to hear him read. Uh, This was the Vancouver International Poetry Festival in 1999. And it was the Poetry Bash. And Al Pittman was one of six or eight poets who were reading that night. Everybody was out to be seen, um, to be regaled as one of the in-group. That was the feeling I had at the time, even before this incident occurred. And unfortunately, Al Pittman, who had been flown out from Newfoundland to read, either he was, you know, now I think, well, he he died at 61 in 2001. So he, he died after a lengthy illness. So he may have been ill and also possibly because he was ill, jet lagged and so on and so forth. All those feelings one has when one is on tour or hasn't read for a long time to such a large audience and is feeling overwhelmed and nervous and insecure. He drank too much the day of, the night before. Who knows? But at any rate, he went to the stage and it was obvious he was very shaky and he wasn't just shaky in the manner of John Newlove where he was quiet and mumbly until he performed. He was having a very hard time finding his poems, deciding which ones he was going to read, And I can't remember if he got through one or two pieces before it was obvious he was crumbling and doing so quickly. And the poet Patrick Lean, who was one of his compatriots, got up from the front row and he helped his friend. He tried to help his friend down from the stage. But at that point, there wasn't shocked silence. There there wasn't even applause. Instead, maybe out of nervousness, maybe out of rudeness, the whole notion that the poet somehow at their center is kind of a fool, a clown, a freak, even to audiences that supposedly love poetry and are there to support it. They started laughing and a large percentage of the audience was guffawing and chuckling and, you know, basically making fun of him. And I was in my 20s at the time. I was highly sensitive and I just started crying and I got up and I rushed out of the room and frankly, I've never been back to the Poetry Bash or the Vancouver uh, International Writers Festival because of that moment, which uh, struck me with, with such unfairness. I mean, it was a terrible thing that he was drunk Um, But we didn't know what the context was. We didn't have any idea what else was going on in his life and his health. And he was still there to read for us and he was doing his best and he didn't deserve such humiliating treatment. So that was my only time I ever encountered Al Pittman. So apart from this anecdote, I will read to you a little bit from his bio and then I will recite one of his poems I was just doing a review of a first book by Heather Nolan, who's from Newfoundland, and she mentioned that she was reading a collected Al Pittman out in a bar, 
and that reminded me of how important he still is, uh, perhaps not across Canada, but uh, definitely in Newfoundland. He has a bronze plaque that's dedicated to him, uh, affixed to a 2.5 meter tall rock created by visual artist uh, Jerry Squires. And he said that he designed it, he chose the poetry. And at the ceremony where the uh, sculpture, the plaque was unveiled, uh, his ex-wife was there, Marilee Pittman. And she said, it's really amazing. As my daughter said in her talk, it's going to be here for a thousand years. So the fact that his ex-wife and possibly his, his stepdaughter were still speaking in his honor, uh, even though, you know, his, his wife wasn't married to him anymore, suggests some of the influence that he had on those closest to him and that he was a kind, gentle man. He was renowned not just as a poet, but also as a playwright and a uh, author of children's verses and even as a songwriter. He was born in Placentia Bay in 1940. He left there at an early age, but he still continued to write about it for the rest of his life, as our childhood is, is a place that we will constantly revisit as artists. So he spent his childhood in Corner Brook, and then since 1973, he taught in the English Department of Memorial University. He also started an important um, literary festival. And in 1973, he began Breakwater Books, which is still strong and publishing uh, and had released Heather Nolan's book recently. Uh, he spent his last years as poet in residence at Grenfell College. And he published six collections of poetry, his last being 30 for 60 in 1999. Uh, a lot of his poems deal with the tribulations of his Catholic youth. Some are wry commentaries on existence or celebrations of the magic flash of fire that only poetry can capture. He also published short stories. He has two plays, A Rope Against the Sun and West Moon, and they're still shown in Newfoundland. They present the changing social conditions and are akin to work by Dylan Thomas. And he's published his collections of children's rhymes as well that have been illustrated by talented visual artists and a proposed CD of his songs is still in the works to be released. He also received the Stephen Leacock Centennial Award and the Lydia Campbell Award for writing. So Al Pittman made his mark in Newfoundland and across Canada and I wish I'd been able to hear him read when he was in a different space in his life. Here's one of his pieces called the Dance of the Mayflies, and it was published in An Island in the Sky, Selected Poetry of Al Pittman that came out from Breakwater in 2003. Thank you, Al Pittman. We who have known and yet long for lasting love cannot ascend to that space wherein the mayflies dance their dance and die. We may lament the brevity of their agile joy, their consummation in the shallow altitudes of the air, we may envy them the choreography of their airborne ballet, their winged copulation in the summer sun, but they aren't odes or rhymes on wings. They aren't symbols of beauty or emblems of ecstasy. They are insects who are born to dance one dance and die. Because our destinies are less defined than theirs, we need to know there'll always be a morning after and always another night to stumble, lame and wingless into darkness. Unlike the mayflies, but maybe not. 
We need to live in, living in love beyond the limits of our own mortality. We have to keep on dying day after day, night after night, dying again and again, over and over, for the next, only, and always one more dance. You've been listening to Miss Lyric's Poetry Outlaws. Don't forget to support her on Patreon. And stay fierce, word musicians.